Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back with our coaching expert, Elizabeth Stitt, joining us here once again. Thank you for being here, for joining us. She's here helping families and parents, adolescents all over the world, of course, uh, parent better and be better adolescents, all the above. As a coach, Elizabeth's here joining us live on the show. Welcome back. Thanks, Jill. Happy to be here. Well, thank you for being here. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners today? Tell us a little bit about your company as well. Absolutely. I am... 25-year teaching veteran-turned-parenting coach. (laughs) I've now been doing the coaching piece uh, going on nine years. And most of my teaching years were spent with middle school kids. But in fact, I taught every grade except 11th in some capacity or another. Wow. (laughs) So that's a lot of kids, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of years, and a lot of families. Mm Mm-hmm. And my business, Joyful Parenting Coaching, I started because I saw with my parents at school that there was a real shift, that they were feeling a lot more anxiety, a lot overwhelm, a lot more guilt. (laughs) And I I just kept thinking, yes, parenting today is harder than it used to be, but no, parenting does not have to be that hard. Okay. And I 100% believe that it can be joyful, even during middle school. And, you know, I don't know how you felt about middle school, but most people I ask say, like, yeah, no, don't don't ask me to go back to middle school. <laughs> nope, I hear you. I hear you. Exactly. So today, if it's okay, uh, I wanted to talk about family meetings. And I understand, Jill, that you have tried them with your well, family. We talked about this a little bit. We touched upon it. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I don't um, know. In regards to family meetings and how important it is, you thought, I thought I had to do it every day. You said no, right, once a week uh, or once a month. But it was last weekend. And I sat down with the kids and we we're having breakfast. And I said, hey, we're going to have a family meeting. And remember, we're talking five, almost six, and eight. My little guy, what's that? But we're going to talk about us as a family, what we like to do, what we want to do and everything. And so all my son could do was talk about the things he wanted. He wanted a penguin. He wanted this. Like, no, no, it's not like, it's not like, um, you know, like a meet and greet. We're going to go, well, we are going to meet penguins for his birthday. He he thought meeting was like, we're going to meet and do like meet things and people and animals. I'm like, no, we just need to talk. I said about what we want. And, but the little kids, they're just, my kids, at least right now, they seem a little selfish. They're talking about the things that they, they're, the meeting was like, well, this is what I want. And I want, I'm like, no, it's not about you wanting another football, not about you wanting a penguin or it's about us as a family to better ourselves you know we had a, a family connect night the other night what I did was I took them off the bus um this was on two days ago and I went right to a trampoline park but I said we're gonna sit and do our homework here first we should do homework right away then we'd go out but it's hard to get out I said let's do this let's do it here this is like a family meeting we're meeting here and now they're getting rewarded we're gonna have fun afterwards because we're united and we're gonna do that and so baby steps but I really took them out for like a family a thing like that and when we did, had a conversation the meeting didn't go well as far as they didn't really get it yet but if I do it again next time to talk about it and the positive changes that come out of it they were so good all week I and part of the meeting is about them listening to the mother respecting their mother we'll do something good so we went to the trampoline park <laughs> oh I love it that is thank you thank you well, please share with everyone what, what what exactly do you mean by having a family meeting, how often we should have them, and what it entails. 
Right. Well, and first of all, I just want to say, yes, thank you for bringing up that with our younger children. We (laughs) have to, especially with our younger children, we have to explain what a meeting is. And I recommend explaining it before. Right. Uh You know, Wednesday, you have the conversation about what it is. And you're not going to have the meeting until Saturday or Sunday. And on Thursday, you review Uh what is is a family meeting. So definitely with your younger kids that that is true. Absolutely. So, (laughs) So you're doing a lot instinctively in line with what I would do. And uh, I do recommend having a structure and sort of sticking to it because you want something that's going to serve you for years and years and years. And you want them to know what to expect. That's going to be part of their buy-in. Let's just go back and review why. Why do we want to have a family meeting? What are the payoffs? Because it is in my top three parenting tips, top three parenting tools, because it has such great bang for the buck. For an hour a week, you get an enormous return on your investment in time and effort and energy. Yeah. Let me list some of the reasons why. It is a place where children can feel seen and heard and understood. Mm-hmm. Because part of family meeting, because they're all part of the family, is giving everybody an opportunity to bring up the issues that they want to bring up. Yeah. It can greatly reduce chaos in the family because you're being proactive about looking at the calendar anticipating things, making plans. And you know that more than anybody because the buck stops with you. Mm -hmm. And so I know that you have got to be a super organized mom. Otherwise, you would be, you would be, you know, kids would be being left at school. You would be showing up without anything in the refrigerator for dinner. The older your kids get, the more they're going to be off doing other things, the more complicated your week is going to get. Yeah the more you're going to want to think things through. So it helps to make our lives smoother. Yeah. And we want, we have so many things we have to do during mm-hmm. a week in, in a family. We want to get through those have tos yeah. as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible so that we can get to our get tos like trampolines. I love it. Going into <laughs> like That's so fabulous on so many different levels. So family meetings help us to help individual kids to feel seen, heard, and respected. They help us smooth out the logistics of the week. I do family meetings in a way that really have us slow down, quiet down, connect. And that's part of the anchoring, part of the bonding. So one of the things that makes parenting so hard today Mm -hmm. is that there are so many forces working against us to pull kids away from us and to not respect family. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it it, as individual things are good, but as a whole, uh, don't serve to help kids feel connected and bonded to the family. And that is part of their security. And connection is the reason that children cooperate with us. Mm-hmm. It is because they feel connected and bonded. And as part of this unit, this adventure, that they want to exhibit pro-social behavior, be cooperative, help out, say yes to things. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go over my 
four steps, and these are really time-tested steps. Of course, you can tweak them. You can do something. You can throw them out. Bear with me, though, because so many families have used them and have given me really positive feedback on them. Yeah. All right. Step one, I used to call three good things. <laughs> because it's three good things is one of my favorite ways of getting kids to just focus on the positive mm-hmm. and to come and to share something about their week. So if we sit down and each of us shares, and I say share one thing, go to the next person, share one thing, and then go around the circle multiple times rather than saying, Jill, it's your turn, you share three good things. Yeah. Partly because it's a little bit like Scrabble. You can spend a lot of time waiting for somebody to think of three good things. Whereas if I share and then you share and then Johnny shares, you have a little more think time and plus somebody will say something that might go like, oh, right, I remember that happened. It resonates, yep. Mm -hmm. So in sharing three good things, we are heard. We're focusing on the positive. Correct. We're having our family celebrate what was good, what we liked, what we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I like that parents do it too. And as parents, I think we need to be careful to not have our three good things be connected to the children. One or two could, and occasionally they can. But I think it's super important that we also show up as individual people who are affected by other things, who mm-hmm. like other things, who, you know, maybe you had a super great interview with a fabulous parenting coach. Yay! With an S, that could be one of your good things. And that helps them to have a sense of who you are when you disappear. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing when you disappear? And I feel that that gives them more perspective and more empathy and is a good understanding of like, oh, it's not, it's not random, right? Yeah. And that mom isn't just here to serve us, mm-hmm. which is something that ails a lot of families today. Okay, so three good things. Or you could do acknowledgments. Okay. Right? And an acknowledgement is sort of a, a, a high-quality compliment. Okay. An acknowledgement is what did you do? Who were you being when you did it? And what's the impact on the person who's giving the acknowledgement? Okay. And, you know, at five and eight, your kids would need a lot of support with this. Yeah. But it's incredibly powerful. When one sibling says to another... When you lent your pens to me, you were being so kind. And I really appreciated that because my red pen is broken and I really needed the red pen. Mm -hmm. That is going to go a long way towards oil and troubled waters when it comes to sibling relations, Mm -hmm. right? When we can really see and appreciate each other. It's a skill that needs a little bit of work and a little bit of support, but over time, you and the kids are going to get really good at it. True, yeah. So anything to start the meeting that says, we're here, we're here together, we see each other, we appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. Step two, I call the calendar check. That's the logistics. As I said, the older the kids get, the more complicated it's going to get, mm-hmm. right? The more it's not just you go to school, you go to aftercare, I pick you up, the more they're going to to need to kind of keep track of things because it's going to include things like you have a soccer game on Thursday afternoon. Is your uniform washed and is it back in the bag? Yeah. And that's the kind of thing where 
very often the first laundry that kids learn to do is their own uniform so that they can take some responsibility, responsibility. for their own uniform mm -hmm. if that works if, you, if, you, if you've got in in-house laundry mm -hmm. but if not let's say you're having to go to the laundry mat if you're talking about it on family meeting you're going oh you've got a game you need a clean uniform when are we going to work in that run to the laundry mm -hmm. or is it worth it to wash it by hand because we're not going to make it to the laundry mat true but True. much better to have that conversation on Sunday than to have it <laughs> on Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Yeah. That Thursday afternoon game. Calendar check can also include things that the kids bring home from school. Like, let's say that your eight-year-old comes home and says, we're having, a, we're having an Alice in Wonderland party because we just finished reading Alice in Wonderland and I need to bring uh, jam tarts. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? Again, you want to find out that jam tarts are needed on Sunday, not on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I would do to, with my eight-year-old, not my five-year-old, but with my eight-year-old, I would say, okay, go Google easiest jam tart recipe ever. Okay. And then they're going to go and they're going to say, and you're going to say, okay, what's needed? <sighs> All right, go to the pantry, go check. Mm -hmm. Do we have a really two cups of butter? It yeah. needs two cups of, oh, I don't know. Go check and see how much butter we have. Uh -huh. Look in the freezer, see if there's some frozen butter. And so in doing this, it's not just coming from the child's mouth to your to-do plate. Yeah. You are sending the child back and having the child be a part of the process. Mm -hmm. And not only does this help keep you calmer and help you feel less resentful that all of a sudden you're supposed to do what? Damn tarts? Oh, I know about <laughs> damn tarts. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But Later on, a big problem in middle school is that kids lose motivation and they're apathetic. And parents say, well, why is my child, you know, why is my child so uninterested? And very often the answer is we micromanaged our children mm -hmm. and we took over and we were their executive functioning brain. We were their prefrontal cortex and we micromanaged everything. We scheduled everything. We chunked everything. And basically they were sort of going along for the ride and that doesn't involve them yeah even if we end up you know doing 90 percent of the jam tart the fact that they have <laughs> one to check the the ingredients and to help to look up the recipe is going to have them involved so that when they bring the jam tarts to school yeah it's not like oh here my mom made these it was like look look what i've done so now you're building a strong connection between home and school. Correct. Yeah. All yeah. kinds of like this, this is a calendar check and look at all the benefit you're getting. Yeah. Okay. Third and most important part of a family meeting is the open agenda, mm -hmm. the discussion items. Yeah. And here are my rules for the open agenda. Anybody can put anything on the open agenda. Okay. You're going to limit the amount of time that you allow for agenda discussion. What I do then is say, let's say we're going to give 15 minutes. And honestly, for to begin with, with kids of your age, 15 minutes is a lot. So you might start with 10 minutes. And you take the number of items on the agenda list and you divide it into the 10 minutes. So now, let's say each agenda item is getting three minutes. Yeah. So let's say that, um, let's say that, that, and I don't know your kids' names, I'm going to make up names here. Let's say that Johnny did not lend um, Robbie a pen. And so Robbie just took the pen. Yeah. And now Johnny is really mad. 
And so he has put on the family agenda, by the way, yeah. if you walked in on that argument about the pen, instead of getting it into them right then, you know, when you've got dinner on the stove and it's about to come out and you're trying to get everything done, you could say, this sounds like an important issue, boys. Let's put it on the family agenda. Mm-hmm. And so now you've managed to shelve the problem and you're putting it on the agenda. Yeah. And so now Johnny gets his say. So you're going to say, okay, Johnny, you've got three minutes to talk about the issue with the pens. And Johnny's going to say, well, I don't think it's fair and he isn't nice and you should punish him and da 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 And you're going to do some active listening and you're going to say, Correct. first of all, you're going to, we, we do want to set a standard during family meetings that we aren't insulting or name calling. Mm-hmm. So we could talk about anything, but we're going to need to learn how to talk about it kindly mm-hmm. and respectfully and constructively. Got it. So, you know, if he starts with, he's such a poopy face, or he's such an idiot, or he's so dumb, or I hate him, you're going to rephrase, help him rephrase it. You're going to say, okay, I, no put down, no insults. I hear you're angry. Can you start with that? Can you say, I am so angry. It's okay that to be angry with each other, that's going to happen in families sometimes. So, you, yes, I'm so angry. And now you say, what are you angry about? I'm so angry you took my pen and ruined uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Great. You're so angry, you took a pen and ruined it. And what, you know, and why, why, why was that important to you? Because now I don't have a pen to use. Okay, great. Can you say it? I am so angry. When you took my pen, I I felt so angry because then I didn't have a pen to use. Ah. Okay, now we've modeled Mm -hmm. constructive conversation, but it's still honest, heartfelt, getting to share my emotions. I get to be seen and heard and acknowledged. And you can acknowledge right then. You can say, yeah, that sounds really frustrating to have your pen ruined and taken without your permission. Yeah. I can totally get that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Now I'm validating. Validating. Yeah, okay. We did this last yeah. week. Some of it. You're, this is the way you value. I'm, I really feel you care, but I think you really do care. So it's just <laughs> nice. Yeah, we, we did a little mock thing last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. So now, now the timer goes off because that's taking three minutes. Mm-hmm. So now you say, are you complete with this mm-hmm. or would you like me to keep it on the agenda for next week? Yeah. And if he still has anger and agitation and emotion about it, he'll say, put it on the agenda for next week. Yeah. You say, Okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe by next week, the emotions have cooled down enough and enough other stuff has come up. That when you ask next week, do you still want it on the agenda? He'll be like, oh, no, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you'll take it off. Yep. In the meanwhile, Robbie's gotten the message. Mm-hmm. And Robbie True. probably is being more True. thoughtful and maybe asking permission more. Or he's not, in which case it's going to be on the agenda again. And we're going to have a vehicle for moving forward. Because we've now established it, why it made Johnny mad. Mm-hmm. Now we can go to the step of... Yeah. What do you want to have happen mm-hmm. next time? What's your request of your brother? So family meeting agenda can also, of course, be used for parents. Yeah, right? true. So instead of nagging your kids about something, you see something's a problem, you go write it on the agenda. We post the agenda somewhere front and center. I don't know if, you know, what your little one's reading skills are, but probably good enough to recognize the words mm-hmm. like you could say over and over, you know, hang up your wet towels. Mm-hmm. 
and now you put wet towels on the agenda item, they're going to know. And right. chances are they're not going to want to talk about it at family meeting agenda. And you're going to see a shift. Yeah. You're going to see a little bit more attention being paid. And if not, you know that you have that time to say, like, boys, we've so talked true. about why wet towels are a problem. Mm-hmm. We, need a, we need a solution here. What ideas do we have? And they'll have been thinking about it because they've seen that it's on the agenda and they're going to know that you're going to ask. But you're going to ask not when you're exhausted at the end of a long day Correct. and it's straw that breaks the camel's uh-huh. back. You're going to ask when you're calm and feeling constructive and um, you've all done your compliments and your, and your three good things and everybody's feeling very supportive and happy of each other. Okay, so that is family meeting agenda. Anybody can bring up any topic as often as they want. Mm-hmm. And it may be that the answer is still no, you're still mom. You still get to make decisions here. They can still bring it up as an issue. So for me and my daughter, it was, we should have a family dog. Weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of three minutes of why we should have a family dog. What would be a good kind of dog to have? Why she was responsible enough to have a family dog. What we would be able to do with a dog. We never did get a dog, but we did borrow our dogs. We did dog walking. We found ways to get dogs into her life because it was important to her, even though the answer was still no, a family dog does not work for us. Yep. So seen, heard, acknowledged, understood, Mm -hmm. and still I'm the parent and I get to make the decision because I'm the holder of all the details in the picture. So our last family meeting agenda or or piece is family fun. And this is critical because, again, as I said before, so much of our week is logistics. So much of our week is, you know, getting ready, going here, getting this done, having to eat, having to bathe, having to do homework, just travel time alone. If we don't put fun on the calendar, it's too easy for it to not to happen. And fun is bonding. Right? Fun. When we are laughing, when we're, when we're feeling <laughs> relaxed and good, mm-hmm. that's when all our endorphins are coming and it is True, reminding yeah. us, why do we want to be a family? Mm-hmm. What's good about being a family? Yep. So as part of family meeting, you're necessarily going to have a pretty short time for, for family fun at that time. Yeah. So one of the first agenda items I put on is brainstorming family fun. And that's an agenda item that can be there for quite some time because you can keep thinking, did anybody have any new ideas? What are we thinking? And you really need a couple different kinds of family fun in order to make it work. And very often you need to be creative about how you end things. So if a kid, for instance, wants to play Monopoly, you might say, okay, but we only have 15 minutes. So when the timer goes off, how are we going to decide who wins? Is it, is it going to be who's gone the furthest around the board? Okay. Is it going to be who has the most cash <laughs> or who has the most property? But we need a way to decide. Mm-hmm. And you want to set the timer as part of that discussion. Yeah. And they're going to learn over the weeks to get more and more efficient. Now, the other thing that I want to say before we finish this is take turns deciding who gets to choose what the family fund's going to be. Yeah. And don't necessarily try to make it be something that everybody all loves because that can be super hard. True. And there is something really wonderful about showing up for each other 
right? So, you know, if Robbie loves to play with good old fashioned wooden blocks and Donnie is thinking, oh, that's kind of stupid uh, or dumb. I don't yeah. want to do that anymore. There is value in Johnny saying for 15 minutes, you can come and be wholeheartedly present so that your brother is having a good time. Mm -hmm. The next week, Robbie's going to have to do it for Johnny. And the week after that, they're all going to have to do it for you. And again, that has value in our kids just showing up. And so I don't want to. This is boring. I don't want to. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. For 15 minutes, we're going to show up with, okay, yes. Oh, this is interesting. And we teach our kids to do that. And because they've gotten their family fun, they learn to show up for other people's family funds. So that's it. Four steps to increasing harmony and calm and connection in your family. Beautifully done. My goodness. Um, And remind us who we're talking to, Elizabeth, how we can reach you. Absolutely. I am Elizabeth Stitt. My business is Joyful Parenting Coaching. You can find me most easily on my website, which is my name, www.elisabethstitt. And that is Elizabeth with an S. Do it with a Z. It will not work. You will not find me. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you. And thank you for the insight. And I'll keep you posted on my family meetings as well. (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth, thank you again for being here for joining us. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend with you and your family as well. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Anything else you want to leave before we go? Any other word of inspiration? Word of inspiration. Uh, I do have a family meeting ebook ah, that goes through all the steps individually. And uh, that is on the website under the resource page. It's free. Perfect. It will, it will re-say everything I've said. Perfect. Thank you. Good to have a reminder. You have a fantastic day. To all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.